Hi everyone! Welcome to another episode of Explore and Engage with Anam. What I am going to discuss today is a pretty serious topic. I saw in the news something very sad, something that makes me very much concerned. It is something that would make anyone concerned. And that is drug use went up during the coronavirus pandemic. According to data from Wisconsin Department of Health Services, as reported by Wisconsin Public Radio, opiate overdoses increased by 117% since the beginning of the pandemic, when compared to the same time in 2019. In Madison, where I live, the capital of the state, 27 opiate overdose deaths so far this year. Last year, the number around the same time was 17. So it's a significant increase. Emergency departments are reporting opiate overdoses. In a previous podcast episode, I discussed some mental health effects of the pandemic and also the ongoing social unrest in certain parts of the country. And now that we are several months into the pandemic, we are starting to see some of the mental health and substance abuse effects of the coronavirus on people. People are stressed. Throughout this pandemic so far, People have been subject to economic uncertainty, financial struggles, loss of jobs, closing down of businesses, and so on. People have been subject to confinement at home, the COVID lockdown, safer at home, stay at home, so many different names. People have been forced to and are still being forced to wear masks when outside their home. Not everyone wants to wear masks. Some don't believe that wearing a mask helps. Others don't like being ordered by the government to wear masks. And others have health reasons that make it difficult for them to wear masks. Now, I am not going to judge people on whether or not they wear masks. I am not going to judge people on why they wear masks or why they don't. What I want to point out is that all these new things, lockdowns, mask mandates, the economic problems, are stressing people out. Children are being forced to stay at home due to the shift to virtual learning in many communities across the country and even in Wisconsin. There is a great deal of uncertainty about when schools will reopen for in-person classes. And I actually did a podcast episode on that subject too. On top of all that, people are behind on payments, mortgage, credit card, automobile payments, etc. There are efforts at federal and various state and local levels to help with some of those, but still, people are anxious. 
Even if your credit card company says that you don't have to make payments for, let's say, two months, or if your bank says that they'll push your loan payments for a month or two to give you some relief, or your utility company gives you additional time to catch up with your overdue bill and says that they won't stop your service for non-payment for a couple of months, those still would not give people the same level of peace that one would get from having a steady income stream and being able to keep up with one's payment obligations. People are hardworking and people want to work hard and have some level of certainty. But this pandemic has created a great deal of uncertainty and people are suffering as a result of that. The list is too long. I could go on and on with examples after examples to show how the pandemic has changed people's lives, making it more stressful. I think that some of the greatest negative impacts on people's lives have come from the local and state mandates. Not federal, but the local and state mandates. For example, Many counties and states ordered businesses to shut down or face penalties, forcing people to stay home and lose income. Many local and state government entities mandated masks and that's still causing problems. Just the other day, I listened to a business owner who said that some of her customers wear masks and some don't and she has witnessed someone who supports the mask mandate complain about another person who was not wearing a mask. If someone wants to wear a mask, go ahead and wear a mask, but don't complain about someone else who is not wearing one. Maybe the other person has a medical condition that prevents him or her from wearing a mask. Can you ask? what that medical condition is? Well, medical information is protected by HIPAA law. People are standing in lines at stores and basically getting into arguments over masks. There are examples of that. This shouldn't be happening. Americans are under a lot of pressure and stress already and we don't we don't want to see people arguing and fighting in public over masks. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. 
Think about children and what they are going through during the coronavirus pandemic. Children are being forced to stay home and many school districts are planning to shift to virtual learning when they reopen. That means kids won't be able to enjoy sports, won't be able to engage in social interactions that normally they would when physically present in a school. And overall, it's just not normal to be stuck at home. They'll probably see their parents stressed and anxious. And some families have a single parent, which uh, would certainly cause issues with childcare if that single parent is working and the kid's school is not open for in-person learning. And guess what some people do when they are suffering from economic uncertainty, when they are stressed about many government mandates, when people feel hopeless. Some people turn to opiates and other substances that lead to addiction and overdose. And that's what we are seeing as we track the rising number of opiate overdose cases. And it's happening in many parts of the country. Just a few days ago, a news outlet in Kansas reported results from a survey that showed over half of Kansans are worried about increased drug use in their communities due to the economic impacts of COVID-19. CBS 19 from Virginia reported that the opiate epidemic is following the coronavirus pandemic. The news article discussed how the isolation of the pandemic is leading to emotional and psychological troubles. Not too far from Madison, Wisconsin, where I live, in the Chicago area, according to an ABC News report, there has been an exponential increase in opiate overdose deaths during uh, during the pandemic. News out of Georgia. The Georgia Department of Public Health reported that there has been an increase in drug overdose-involved emergency department visits throughout the state. The Detroit Metro Times reported that Michigan has seen an increase in opiate abuse as a result of the coronavirus-related despair. And remember that Michigan implemented some of the most stringent coronavirus rules, which also resulted in a lot of protests. The news article states that Michigan is one of more than 35 states that have reported an increase in opiate-related deaths since the COVID pandemic started in March, according to the American Medical Association. As we combat the coronavirus, we must also keep in mind that people are suffering from emotional and mental problems. The United States of America, even before the pandemic, had a substance abuse problem. And we still have it, and it may be getting worse. There are ongoing efforts across the country to combat the use of harmful, addictive drugs and opiate abuse. And the pandemic and its effects on the lives of people have clearly resulted in increased use of substances. 
Addiction is a tremendous problem. One can become addicted to a harmful drug relatively quickly with frequent use. One episode of overdose can lead to death. But the path away from addiction is a long and difficult one. Addiction cannot be cured overnight. Recovering from addiction takes time, strong willpower and patience. People need social support and medical treatment to recover from addiction. That's why as we fight the coronavirus, we must also keep in mind that there are many people in communities across the country who are fighting addiction, who are fighting mental health problems. The pandemic and the local and state government mandates pertaining to shutdown and masks and the threats of penalties are not going to make things easier for people who are fighting addiction or those who have mental health problems. I am confident that we will defeat the coronavirus and hopefully soon. But even after the coronavirus is defeated, there would likely still be a big fight that we would have to keep fighting and that's the fight against drug addiction. It would take a long-term strategy to educate people to prevent drug abuse and resources to help those who are addicted and resources and assistance to help in the recovery process. So as we are fighting the pandemic, let's not forget that we must be united in our combat against drug abuse. We need love, kindness, and compassion in our hearts, in our neighborhoods, and across America. This is a very difficult time for all of us, but we must be patient, strong, and we must help each other out during this pandemic and beyond. From young kids to senior citizens, from those who are unemployed and struggling, to those who are working extra hours to make ends meet, from people living in the cities to those living out in the country, people of all races, people from all socio-economic backgrounds, people from all faiths, people with various political beliefs. Let's all be kind to each other. We will all get through this crisis. But we need to be patient, strong, and we need to love each other. Let's defeat coronavirus and let's defeat drug addiction and mental health problems. That's my message for today. If you like this episode, please follow me, send me a message, share a link to this episode on your social media page, share with friends, family and loved ones. If you have suggestions on topics that I should do future episodes on, let me know. Connect with me on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Parlor, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Visit my website, www.tossifanam.net. I would love to hear from you. Thank you all, and thank you once again. <laughs>